and a man that's uh, been in the kitchen, if you like. He's, he knows what it's like in the heat of a World Cup, and that is Matt Todd. Uh, good morning to you, sir. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you, boys? Yeah, good. Thanks, Toddy. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, you're feeling a bit better now than you were this time yesterday? Well, this time yesterday I was fine. It was a little bit later. The disappointment started. So this time yesterday there was positive vibes and there was a good feel in the country and was looking forward to the game, but unfortunately didn't go to plan. Yeah, Toddy, look, it was uh, it was difficult to really sum up uh, that performance, but you've got to give credit where it's due, and South Africa took their opportunities, and Peter Steftatoy was out of this world. Man, I've never seen a performance like that from a loose forward uh, for a long time, probably back in the day when you used to do it every single week. But, uh, mate, you were, you were a little bit disappointed, like myself, in the way things were seen throughout that game. Yeah, like I think, you know, the pinnacle event of, of rugby and for the TMO to have such an impact on that game and, and influence and just come in and slow the game down. The, the All Blacks wanted to play the game at speed and, um, you know, bring that kind of fatigue into it. But when the TMO's coming in as often as he is and having an impact the way he is, let the players on the field decide the outcome. You know, no one wants to, you know, the game, and not that it was decided by the TMO, but for the, him to have so much influence on the game and sort of how the game flowed, it's disappointing. Uh, from a player's point of view, um, Toddy, you've been in those situations. Would that have sown a little bit of apprehension and doubt into the minds? And could you see it from the players? Yeah, I mean, it's a hard one to say. I think given, um, you know, the amount of time they played 14, with 14 players, it was a hell of an effort from the All Blacks to, mm. to have an opportunity to win that game given the circumstances. But I think it is when you sort of feel that calls aren't going your way or momentum's against you, you can get a little bit apprehensive and... Um, a little bit flustered, but I think they regrouped really well at half-time, and that second half they played some great footy, got themselves right back into the game, and ultimately had chances to win. Toddy, where do you sit with the the TMO um, being so involved in the game, and especially in that collision area in a, in a final, like the World Cup final, do you think it's best to leave 15 players on and deal with the, the issue after the game as opposed to right then and there? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you want the players to decide the outcome. You know, you've got millions of people watching around the world. They want to see the game decided on the pitch through, you know, the better team playing the better footy. And when the TMO is coming in as often as he is, um, influencing the sort of the style of the game, because every time he comes in, it slows it down, it stops, the ref has to check. It just loses all the momentum in the game. Um, you know, have a feel for the game, the occasion, let the players decide it, and, you know, if there's something that comes out of it afterwards, it could be dealt with then. Do you feel like World Rugby will be brave enough to to make adjustments and changes now that what we've seen unfold? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, they sort of... And you understand the head, the head um, protecting the head and all that, but, mm. you know, in the big biggest games like that, there's got to be a little bit of a feel when the players out there... They know what they've signed up for. It's, you've worked so hard for it. Don't it shouldn't be influenced by you know a man sitting in a box watching a TV screen. What was the mitigation between uh, Sam Keynes and Sia Kalisi's uh, on uh, Anadi Savia? Like if we're going to have consistency. They hit the head. Sam's hit the head, so he's off. Sia hit the head, and he's off for a yellow and wasn't overturned. Was that inconsistent? Yeah, I think there was. I mean, personally, I don't think either of them should have been red cards. Like, I think 
for mm-hmm. Khaleesi's one, they said there was a dip. There was a clear dip in that. But there was a lot more force in that tackle. Whereas Sam Kane's one, he is high, but he's he absorbs the shoulder, you know, the shoulder to the head. It's not like he hits through it. You know, so it's it's marginal contact to the head. It's not forceful contact. And to to then be red card in the biggest game of the year is pretty disappointing. Matt, let's let's have a look at the game from your point of view when you're watching it. Um, what really stuck out for you? Uh, like, I think, like as he said, like Springboks defensively, they're very good. Put us under pressure. Um, we probably didn't deal with that pressure early well enough. You know, we sort of were guilty of probably going wide a bit early in those conditions. Um, but I think we adapted well into that second half. You know, we created some nice try scoring opportunities. I think we probably could have kicked out a little bit more in that second half. Their line-out was struggling at time, uh, especially with, you know, a change at hooker. We managed to put some good pressure on there, but probably didn't, you know, put the ball out enough in that second half and go to that to be able to put some pressure under them. And, like, the Springboks are good at what they do. They force their kick, kicking game, their defence, very good. They didn't really look like scoring, apart from that one time when I think it was Khaleesi got held up over the line. But apart from that, they just backed their game, stuck to it, and... You know, ultimately worked for them, and that's why they got the win. Matt, what about the uh, decision to sub um, Aaron Smith when they did, with still 15 minutes to go in a game that was so tight? I mean, he—I know everybody out there was probably uh, breathing from their buttholes, but it, it, he didn't look like he was out on his feet or anything. Do you think they took him too early? Yeah, it was an interesting one because the the Island game, he plays or he goes a distance, so yeah, it was an interesting one. But at the, at the same time, they backed their full squad and. Finley Christie's a good player, and, and he's got a really good kicking game, so maybe it was around that. But um, he's certainly a player. His experience, you know, he can, he's got the engine to go 80 minutes. So um, somewhat, I guess, surprising, but equally you trust everyone in the squad, don't you? Was it surprising, Toddy? Um, you've been in finals footy a lot of times. Like, what is your mentality uh, when you're approaching these games? Because there's a couple of opportunities to tick it over at three and threes, but uh, they went for the corner and... They weren't able to get the results nine times out of ten, but they had one successful when they got the try. Would you have loved to see them tick it over in threes? Yeah, it's always hard. Like you, you had to love the the mindset of you know they're going there to score tries, but um, you know like yeah, three points. You know you start just building, up. but you know that's the way they they've backed themselves all tournament and it's paid off for them. So you don't you don't go away from that. And like some of those kicks, you know, are wide out. They're not easy kicks. You know, I think it's different if it's right in front and it's a gimme three points. But when it's wide out and it's it's not an easy kick, you know, I don't mind the decision to go to the corner. Well, we lose quite a few players, Matt, with uh, as you know, and and what's it look like for this all black side, you know, do are you happy um, with the state that they've left the game um, and the players that are coming through? Yeah, I think there is. Obviously, you lose some key cogs, but I think when you look at sort of key positions, the front row is young, but, you know, exciting with what's coming through there, the job they did, um, both the starters and the, and the props coming off. You know, there's plenty of good talent up front that you can build on. Geordie Barrett's really owning that 12 jersey now, and, and you know, he was good again last night. Um, you know, 10 D-Mac, it's his opportunity to sort of stand up and, and nail that spot with Richie and Bodie going. But yeah, I think there's plenty, like Mark Talia, how great was he last night? He's getting better and better. There's plenty of talent in that squad, and then there's plenty of talent you know, on the cusp of it um, pushing to get through. So I think, although you lose some great servants of the game, there's still plenty of depth and plenty of exciting talent in New Zealand. 
given where we were maybe a year ago and all the conversations around the All Black coach situation, uh, Matt, uh, I mean, I was surprised, to be honest, that the All Blacks got to this World Cup final the way we came into the cup, into the tournament. Where does that leave Fozzie for you in terms of a legacy? I think he's done an amazing job. When you look at his body of work, what he's been able to achieve with his team, and you know he's he's you know a fraction away from finishing as a as a World Cup winning coach. So he's done a great job. I think the players he's brought on, um, you know, he's introduced to the team and have done a great job. I think that's a big legacy of his as well. And he's left he's left the team in a great state. I think. Um, the way they kind of united the nation watching this tournament as well was great. Got everyone talking positively about rugby, which has been great. And, um, you know, Razor will be, you know, excited to come in next year. And I'm excited to see what he can do because there's a great group. You know, the team's in a good place and there's some exciting talent there. And, you know, his record speaks for itself around bringing teams together and getting the best out of uh, teams. What about your good mate, Sammy Whitelock, mate? Clock's off, not the, the result he was hoping, but, mate, you played a hell of a lot of rugby with him. What a special man. Yeah, he is. I think just the the way his consistency and his, you know, how he goes through his week, um, gets himself right, and you just know he's going to deliver a performance for you week in, week out, and to play 150-something test matches is a hell of an achievement. And particularly, you know, he, he does very rarely plays a poor game. He delivers time and time again, um, and, you know, over that length of, period it's impressive feat and, and he'll be lost just as his wealth of experience and um, knowledge but you know he's going to go over to France and enjoy a bit of the French lifestyle he is the French lifestyle and the French Euro alright Toddy can you just reenact what was going on post that game at Steve Apes's house no nah, I was a bit deflating really <laughs> um, boys were hurting. Yeah, what was shit, shall, what shall, was coming shall. out of their mouths, mate? Can you can you say it or no, do we have to beep it out? Know, I don't know if it's fit for radio. You'd have to beep it out. Some of the comments <laughs> that were coming out, some abuse getting fired at the TV screen. <laughs> All good, mate. I missed a couple of phone calls from Toddy, and I was like, oh no. And then he's wanted to come on, mate. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time, Toddy. It was uh, obviously a disappointing result, but well done to South Africa and uh, plenty of players that will be leaving uh, that jersey in a better place, mate. Appreciate your time. Take care, Toddy. No worries. No worries. Cheers, Tim. Cheers. Uh, Matt Todd there with us. Hino Trucks, a better class of truck to make your working life easy. Visit hino.co.nz. Always